this is Barthi and Haiti. We're your boozy brunch girlfriends and welcome to our podcast where we'll drink and discuss all the fun and random things that we're thinking about and experiencing in our lives. Our goal is to provoke new ideas, thoughts, and inspire you to have similar conversations with your girlfriends. Uh, hi there. <laughs> Oh, hey. <laughs> I was going to let you finish. I was like, this is great. <laughs> A little music <laughs> intro. <laughs> uh, For everyone. Playing in my head. I know. For everyone listening in, Haiti and I have been trying to party for like, a year and a half now at this point we've been talking about going out since november or december of 2019 we had these big know, plans right? we're gonna go party yeah i i love how like <laughs> 2020 just like kicked our asses on that one <laughs> 2020 had other plans yes yes it was just like uh <laughs> No. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, you will not go clubbing. That's all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's okay. We'll just party from home. Exactly. Exactly. I have a dance party in my living room all the time. I was just going to say, I'm a party all by myself. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally cool with that. I'm totally cool with that. Mm-hmm. And especially now with our uh, Diablos. Oh, yeah. It's, yes. I'm, especially I'm partying. now. <laughs> I know. They're so delicious, aren't they? Um, I drank half of mine already. Yeah. I, I'm, I, I'm I don't even know how that happened. They like, go down easy. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> They're so delicious. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... For all of you listening out there, we're still on our tequila yes. uh, segment. Is it a segment? Segment? Series? I, I don't know. know. Series. <laughs> I, think, I think series. Series. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. We're, we're still on our tequila series. And the one thing I love most about these tequila drinks is the names. They're yes. so fun. The names are fun. And mm-hmm. also, um, there it's no secret. I prefer tequila. And... <laughs> I, I'm just really enjoying every single drink. Um, so, yeah, th- they've been so delicious. <laughs> they, they have all been really, really good so far. Yeah. So, so today we're drinking the Diablo. Yes. Okay. Yep. And again, super easy to make. Super, super easy. Yep. And it's got some of our favorite ingredients. I'm speaking for you, too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got a sure nice citrus it's got a good bite yes you know and just the right amount of sweetness and the right amount of liquor Mm -hmm. so how'd you make yours so it calls for something called cream creme de cassis yeah Mm -hmm. which is like a um black currant liquor or black currant yeah uh, syrup or something like that so i didn't have any of that same (laughs) (laughs) so i was like all right what else can i use i have morello cherries yeah and i have morello cherries in juice like Mm -hmm. you know they're in a jar so i 
replace that with the muddled Marillo cherries in their juice. Gotcha. And then I did half a lime and I did a very slow four second pour <laughs> of <laughs> reposado. It called for reposado. Yes. Um, and then I topped it off with my favorite ginger beer. Mm-hmm. And Yum. it is yummy. <laughs> Yeah, it is definitely really, really delicious. I did something very similar. Um, I looked up substitutes for the the creme de canasis, was it? I can't even remember. Something. Yeah, something, something like something that. Canasis, like Cassius, ca- yeah. I don't know. And C-A-S-S something. <laughs> yeah, and it, it says like you could easily, um, re- you know, replace it with just black currant syrup and the recipe only calls for a half an ounce of this ingredient so i i was just like i know that it's not important to the drink um so i i went ahead and was just like okay i just need something basically sweet so i used the grenadine and i smashed up maraschino cherries as well um so so very similar to what you did but just a little different flair to that i use i didn't measure uh but i think i still got it (laughs) about two and a half ounces of tequila now I actually ran out of the reposado tequila that I had. So I just went back to my Casamigos and it's delicious. (laughs) So yeah, that's what I did. And of course, ginger beer on top of all of that. Oh, and lime, of course. Yeah, this is a really, really yummy summer drink. Yeah. Really delicious. Yeah, it's like perfect. Super easy. Mm-hmm. I love the little spiciness from the ginger mm-hmm. beer, the citrus, the sweetness, all yeah. of it. It's got all the right, all the right components. Yeah. And it reminds me a lot of another drink that we had with whiskey. So it just goes to show you that these, these different drinks that we're making really can be replaced with the liquor you have on hand. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I, yeah. I highly recommend this one. I think like the basics to a good mixed drink is you have your liquor, you got to have a little bit of sweetness. Yeah. And some and citrus, a little, yeah, a little citrus, like for the sour flavor. And then if you want a little fizz in there, you can add a little fizz, but that's mm-hmm. optional, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And then you have like your mint variant drinks. Yes. And th- yeah. And then exactly. If you, if you want to add additional layers of flavor, then you can add, um, you know, bitters or herbs, right? Mint, right. Lavender, um, probably basil. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. Add, I'm sure you, you could know? do that. I've actually. You reminded me when you said lavender. There's this celery. Yes, of course, for the Marias and the Marys. Mm-hmm. There's this one drink though that it had lavender liquor. Um, or lavender flavored vodka. I can't remember exactly what I had in there, but it was so delicious. And, you know, once everything is reopened and everybody's safe and everything's good, I cannot wait to go to this rooftop bar and have this amazing drink. (laughs) There's like, there's always that special 
drink that you'll go for and you'll 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 be you're okay with spending the 15 x you know 15 dollars for a drink mm-hmm. or 20 or whatever <laughs> <laughs> damn girl <laughs> I, i'm sure it was probably 15 dollars um but it's also like a rooftop in the city in a very very like busy area so Swanky. they know yeah they know they can do that <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so what are we talking about today so today we are still on our self-care and hobbies mm-hmm. series, and we're going to be focusing on writing Woo-hoo. and how writing is self-care Mm-hmm. And, you know, writing all different forms of writing, you know, if you're journal, if you write stories, if you write poetry, right. um, voice notes. Now, you know, you, you don't necessarily need a pen and paper or, you know, a computer to type up or notes on your phone. You can if you're not somebody who either can write like if you, you know, for some reason, you um, you are unable to write, you could still resort to writing as or, you know, putting your thoughts down somewhere mm-hmm. as a form of self-care by using yeah. voice notes. Yeah, voice notes, voice memos are really great um, for that. And I know like with the iPhone, and I'm sure the Android has something really similar, the Siri translation, like this, not the translation, but like the Siri conversion from like w- your spoken words to written words is actually really, really great. Oh, it has, it has gotten tons better. Cause yeah. I remember when it wasn't so great. <laughs> no, in the beginning it wasn't great, but like over time, yeah, it's, but yes, amazing. it's become really, really good. It's yeah. Really, really good. Yeah. So they have dictation too available. So yeah, there, there are great ways to like, write. Um, how, how do you use writing as a form of self-care? So full disclaimer here, right? I I consider myself a writer, Mm -hmm. even though I have never published anything or put anything out. We're going to have to change that in 2021. I I, I mean, I'll share with like my immediate circle. I've shared some stuff with you. Yes. Um, But I've been writing since I was a teenager. Mm -hmm. And I think of writing as unloading. Mm-hmm. As like taking things out of my brain and putting them on paper. Yeah. Or, you know, when I was a teenager, I started out writing poetry. And that was like my relieving of my teenage angst. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, Did like you have I remember, a lot of teenage angst. <laughs> um, some I had some. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think I had a ton of it, but I had some. I, I had a lot of like crushes on boys and things like that. And, you know easy easy falling in love with people that kind of stuff <laughs> you know and then I wasn't even allowed to have a boyfriend so I love it I love when it's easy falling in love with people and I can't have a boyfriend <laughs> yes I love so it I, I had to put that somewhere yeah that had to like that outlet you needed that outlet so yeah. it was, your choice so- was Writing. writing. Yeah, writing was definitely my outlet. I mm-hmm. wrote a lot of poetry as a teenager. And then even into college, like I wrote a lot of poetry. And then I wrote, um, you know, actual creative pieces, short mm-hmm. stories. Um, during my college years, I wrote for the school newspaper. Yes, I remember that. So I've been writing for a long time. Mm-hmm. I, I just never I mean, never made it a career path. 
You can still do it. I can. I mean, I certainly <laughs> have enough material to put stuff out there. Yeah, you can. I, have, I mean, I have tons and tons of different writing pieces all over the place. Yeah, and the possibilities are endless, right? Like you can self-publish. You know, yeah. you could do so many things. Anyway, but, <laughs> but that's not know, what that, we're here to talk no, about. <laughs> no, exactly, exactly, exactly. So that aside, I just I find writing to be such a relieving de-stressing um it's also like a removal from whatever's happening at the time mm-hmm. it's a way to escape your present reality you know mm-hmm. if you're like if you're writing a, a story or if you're writing something that isn't about the present time something that isn't about what's happening in your life at the moment if you're writing about someone else about characters Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know like if you have that that creative ability to write in that way it's it's also a way to just get away for a little bit yeah I mean we've we've actually talked about this a little bit on on the side but like Stephanie Myers who wrote Twilight (laughs) she's writing an allegory for the Mormon church and the reason why she's writing mind-blowing which is by the way yes that in itself is mind-blowing but she was going through um what more of what the uh, latter-day saints um church followers call a faith crisis and that's why she poured into the pages of twilight now we don't have to get into Stephanie Myers, the Mormon <laughs> church, but, but that in itself, like she created a story, which was an allegory about her faith. That's super interesting. And also mm-hmm. it did not dawn on me. Oh, it didn't I, dawn I, on I didn't, anybody. I didn't read the books. <laughs> yeah. I, didn't know, re- I yeah. saw the movies because my, my uh, niece was re- really into them when they came out, but that, Never, never in a million years. Yeah, I, I didn't. I never read the books. I never got into the books. I never got into the movies. It, it just wasn't my um, my style. So I, I didn't get deep into it. But it made me think how many writers there are out there or content creators of any every any kind. We see this right now with TikTok as well, right? All of these content creators, media creators, book. Uh, like authors, things like that, they're going through something and they're pouring their heart into, into the pages, into the videos, into, you know, the, you know, their journal, whatever. Right. And it becomes then a memory of what they were going through at that time. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's interesting that you say that because one of the things that I find my writing um, I, I wouldn't even say I don't know if forward um, but you know that that my writing does at times is I look back at it mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, and it makes it reminds me of what I was feeling at that time. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it just brings me back to that point in time. Yeah, it's like a time capsule. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So how about you? Like, have you ever found any type of writing as as an outlet? 
I yes, I have. And and I don't traditionally like when you think of writing, I don't write traditionally like you do, you know, pouring my angst out into like poetry <laughs> or anything like that or pouring my faith crisis into twilight. I, not, nothing like that. Um however, I do have a gratitude journal that I use and I write in that I have a um I like to make lists so like very similar to bullet journaling. Like when you write down your list, you cross things out. It's very exciting for me. It's a really great way of like, also like regurgitating all of the things that are swirling in my mind that I have to get to or do not necessarily right now, but just in general in life that I have to get to. Um, so yeah, so I do use it in that way. And I do find it really, really therapeutic and helpful. One thing that I haven't done and I would love to start doing is uh, a lot of people write immediately after meditation or immediately after waking up in the morning as a way. And, and it's like free flow writing. It's not with a prompt or anything. It's just free flow. And you just let your hand just do the writing. You don't even think about it. You just write. And I haven't done too much of that. I have done it here and there, but I also find that really useful as a way of letting out all of the things that you're feeling and sensing coming out of that meditation or coming out of a uh, sleep state. That's, that's really interesting that you say that because it reminded me of something that I heard like forever ago from Wayne Dyer mm -hmm. about writing whenever it comes to you. Yeah. And he relayed some story about like waking up in the middle of the night sometimes. Yeah. And, and just, just writing sitting down and writing. Yeah. Like just yeah. at whatever time it was, you know, two, three o'clock in the morning yeah. and just getting up and writing. Um, and I think it can be sometimes a way of manifesting things that are in like in your, like deep within you. Within you. Yep. Yeah, that you maybe don't allow yourself to think about or you don't allow yourself to to come to the surface mm -hmm. I, of allowing those things to come to the surface. Yeah, absolutely. This is actually work that a lot of um, a lot of people encourage. Uh, Dwayne, right? Um, Dr. Dwayne Dwyer, of course, he's one of them. Um and he found it, he found it also, he talks about this is that like, that's when for anyone that believes in God or a higher power or the universe or source, however you name it. And that's when you're most connected. And that's when it's coming through you. And that's why he actually really encouraged people to do that, like waking up and writing or coming out of meditation and writing. And I actually met, I know this, um, this person, uh, I can't remember their name, <laughs> so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I, I won't get this, this person. <laughs> this person works with people. Um, they are a coach and they work with people in exploring their um, eroticisms and 
the prompts that they give the people that they work with help people navigate like what their desires are, what their deep desires are, what their life purpose is, things like that. So there are messages that are coming out of us through these dream states, sleep states, meditation states. They're trying to like come to our conscious mind. They're just living there at the surface. That's, that's so true. That is so true. Mm-hmm. It, I, it, I'm just thinking about, you know, like kind of my own experiences with writing yeah, and how some of the things that I put down on paper or, you know, on my notes on my phone or wherever, wherever I choose to write at the time are things that like, I was like, oh, wow. I, I didn't even think that I was thinking about those things. Yes. Yeah. You know, normally the case that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. Like you don't even, you're not consciously aware that you're thinking of the thing, but it's there within you. So allowing yourself that flow writing, it will give you hints. So anybody that's like going through like Stephanie Myers, a faith crisis or like a regular normal human crisis, whatever you're going through, um, they can, they can, you know, use that as a tool to like get it out of their system. Um, So I'm really, really curious. We're laughing here. I I have to just name something really hilarious. That just occurred. (laughs) (laughs) We're in the middle of this conversation and Haiti's daughters just walk right in. And like, you can talk (laughs) You could totally tell Haiti's like, uh, hi. <laughs> What's They're supposed to be in bed. They just walked in here. Like, <laughs> you should have them say hi to us. <laughs> so clearly, we lost our balance and our flow. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> they went back to bed now, though. <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh uh-uh. uh. So I do, I do have a question, like in, you know, when, as we're speaking of self-care or even self-exploration, how has writing, um, you know, what have you learned throughout the process of writing for the the number of years that you've been writing? Uh, I think, oh, wow. I I think mm, one of the things that I've learned about myself is that writing helps me process emotions, Mm -hmm. you know, like writing helps me process grief, um, happiness, excitement, Mm -hmm. fear, Mm -hmm. you know, I I can sometimes work myself into a frenzy. Like the last, um, this is kind of personal, but the last mammogram I had, I was freaking out about, you know, just working myself into a frenzy about getting a mammogram. And I, while I was sitting there in the waiting room, I wrote a piece about it. Mm. And it really helped me work through that fear and anxiety Mm. and, you know, whatever else I was feeling about it. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I've learned is that writing helps me work through my emotions. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's scary emotions like going in and like going to the doctor and 
<laughs> and time I go to the doctor, I also kind of like, oh, this is like a, just a regular checkup. Um, but anytime I go to a doctor, that's not just a regular checkup. It's just like, I work myself up into like a tailspin. Like they're going to tell me I have some rare disease. <laughs> I know I you have know? some rare disease. <laughs> I am curious as to whether or not everybody else goes through this same stuff <laughs> because apparently Barthi and I both work ourselves up into this frenzy of like oh my god we're dying we're going to the doctor and they're going to tell us we have some weird thing that nobody can cure <laughs> or 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 like you you know what it is I think I've heard I've um, read too many stories and this is like the serious side of it but like I've read too many stories where like doctors just don't listen to women and doctors don't listen to like women of color um, about their pain or about their experiences, medical experiences. And, and then, and then if you're even slightly overweight, they especially don't listen to you. So it's just like, if you're a woman of color and then you're slightly overweight, like they make it all about your weight, you know? And that's part of my fear too, being dismissed being dismissed. So mm-hmm. I, I do, I re- actually, um, I was mentioning this to Haiti earlier. I was like, I work really hard to find a doctor that's aligned to my values. And I work really, really hard on that. And like, to the point where I've been told at times where this person's not in your network. And I'm like, tell me what that even means. I don't even know what that means. Yeah, right. doesn't matter like what are you, what are you talking about <laughs> yeah like because does it matter if it's not in your network um can you still go and i and the answer is yes you everyone the answer is yes you just have to work with them you have to work with your insurance and with the doctor's office on billing like honestly the answer is yes so don't let them scare you away from not going to out of network people <laughs> Um, but but yeah like you know this is the this is the reality of it you know being a woman of color you have to advocate for yourself when you're going to the doctor and being you know overweight whether it's like five pounds overweight or a hundred pounds overweight you have to advocate for yourself and you have to find the right doctors that are going to understand that weight is not a measure of value in any way yep no not at all you know i i feel like we've sidetracked totally superbly <laughs> here but totally but totally i i do think it's something important to note you know? yeah yeah because we can't be the only people feeling all of this anxiety surrounding doctor visits no there's no <laughs> There's no way you know? I, I don't write when I go to, when I have that anxiety, I, um, I'll take like, you know, I'll take my, my prayer beads with me and I'll like pray on that. <laughs> I, I'm like the opposite. Like I do other things. And then I meditate before I walk into the doctor's office. I am obscenely early. <laughs> like, <laughs> like to the point where it's just like you're an hour early ma'am <laughs> you're overlapping with other people's opinions. yeah yeah i'm always early right. um and because it has it's related to the anxiety that i that i present mm. for all of that um but i do other i have other coping mechanisms not writing yes so back to 
writing. (laughs) (laughs) I think one of the reasons why I started writing as a teenager is because it's so easily accessible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Super easily accessible. It's, it's just you and pen and paper, at least when I was a teenager, you know, now Mm -hmm. you have more options. Yeah. But you know, you don't, you don't have to put a lot of money into it. Yeah. And you put into it the amount of time that you want to. Right. Right. You know, I remember like in, when I'm in a meeting that like, just doesn't make sense for me to be in, (laughs) I just turn my notebook and I start writing things. I'm like really sneaky about it and I write it really in tiny handwriting. Who else does that? Um, I do that. (laughs) This is not relevant to me. So let me write how I feel about this. (laughs) And I write it or or even better, look like you're intently rewriting. Yes. But all you're doing is doodling. Yes, there's so many. I used to work with someone that would be in meetings and the entire time she's totally paying attention, but the entire time she's doodling, it was, um, you know, people learn in different ways and the doodling actually helped her retain information. So, so, you know, do you like doodle in the meeting? Yeah, there are people who use doodling for focus. Yeah. Yep, exactly. So it's just really interesting to me, though. Like, you're absolutely right. It's super accessible. You could literally look like you're doing work. But you're <laughs> writing like, I hate you. Yeah, right? <laughs> I'm a vampire. Like, you can write whatever. <laughs> You look like you're intently listening, but you're just writing down the plot mm-hmm. to your revenge. Yes. Yes. I actually had a coworker. It's so hilarious. She would totally do that in a meeting when she was just like feeling some kind of way. She would just like open her notebook. And I always knew like when she's opening her <laughs> notebook in a certain way that she's writing like her, her revenge plot. Like I'm going to murder this guy. <laughs> hilarious because even the writing her normal writing tomorrow i will put laxative in your coffee yes like exactly you know i'm like she had all of these like random notes and i used to encourage her to make it into a short story because they were so hilarious (laughs) but even do you notice when your anxiety is high or when your love is high or joy is high or whatever like you're writing the way it comes out of your body is different i do notice that when my emotions are high i get an urge mm, to yeah write. like things just come to me and i get this urge to, to, like, I, need to write this down. Down. Like, I need to write this down yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 i i also feel the same way i feel like there are these moments where i'm just like oh i need to write that down mm-hmm. you know <laughs> like it's always at the most inopportune time too yes Oh my God, that's happened to me while driving. I've actually pulled over to write because I, yeah, because I had such a, such an urge. No, I need to put this down somewhere. Yeah. 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 (laughs) You know, it's amazing. Right. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I love that. It's super, super accessible. And not only is it super accessible, but you could do it in so many different ways. Like I said, like you could write 
allegory, right? You can write um, fake murder plots. You can write, you know, um, lists. You can doodle. You can actually write poetry like Katie has done. There's just so many like there's so many different options available to all of us, uh, you know, uh, free flow writing. Another option is if none of these resonate, you could also use prompts. There are websites that have all sorts of prompts for journaling. And you can actually go ahead and like, you know, just search for one and find a prompt for journaling. And it's usually like, something really you could start with something simple even like what are three things that you're grateful for today or um what's your peak you know for the week what's your pick for the week joy today yeah what brought me joy this week even you know like whatever so you there are some really great prompts out there and the ones that we've just shared now that you can use if you need a place to start if writing is your cup of tea yeah if that's something that interests you as a way to take care of you as a way to spend some time with yourself to process your feelings to um unload some Mm -hmm. of the things you're carrying in your brain yeah yeah especially with lists and things that's a really great way to unload as a way of manifesting some of the things that you have within you that sometimes we just don't take the time to to think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that was a whole exercise that we did with the vision board, right? Like we were mm-hmm. literally writing what we want to, mm-hmm. to bring forward. Yep. So yeah. So a lot of really, really cool options. What, um, what, what else do you think that we need to share with everyone? I don't know. I want to challenge our listeners to go make themselves a Diablo and, take at least one minute this week to write right. something. Yeah. Down. I love Even that if challenge. It's just a sentence, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be perfect. <laughs> Nobody's going to see it. The grammar doesn't have to be perfect. The spelling doesn't have to be perfect. Just Who write cares? something. Who cares? Yeah. And if you really need to make it perfect, do it in a Google doc. That's free. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally free. (laughs) Yep. So yeah. Or do a voice memo. Yeah. Just, I would even, I would even simplify it. Like go ahead, have the Diablo or any other drink that you want and just write three things that you're grateful for right now. I'm going to do that right now. Mm -hmm. I think we (laughs) all need to do that. Uh Uh-huh. One thing I'm grateful for, for this fun podcast i know how much fun is this podcast <laughs> like i know that the whole topic was self-care with writing but we covered so much mm-hmm. yeah i'm super grateful for this podcast what else are you grateful for my kids interrupting me in the middle of recording it oh my god <laughs> that was the best thing ever um yeah that was super great it was awesome <laughs> Uh, yeah the fact that my husband just came in and whisked them out (laughs) before they even got a chance to tell me why they interrupted us oh the poor girls i everyone has seen the cnn or the bbc uh thing now by now right where 
the little girl, she like swings open the door and her dad is on a interview with BBC and oh. she walks in like a, like a little boss and and her mom the other little kid and the walker walks in too and the mom like runs <laughs> it's hilarious it's so hilarious that's oh. basically what happened here just a little while ago Everyone should go watch it. If you don't know what I'm talking about, just put in BBC interview kid walks and you'll find it. It's super easy to find. It, it was like very popular in like 2019. Yes. It happened pre pandemic. <laughs> um, yeah. And what was the third thing that you're grateful for? Oh, that my husband whisking them away. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I am. What super about grateful- you? Yeah, I'm super grateful for our podcast. So much fun to do these. So much fun to like do this with you. Have our drinks. This is super fun. Like chef's kiss. Amazing. Um, For all the laughs that we just had, it was just such a hilarious day uh, with the kids walking in. Just we're just I think we're hilarious. I don't know. I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I think so too. So yeah. Um, we're in agreement. That's it. We're in agreement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like I, I just, I love just enjoying time with you. Like it, it's just so much fun. I, I don't think I've ever like left you and not having fun. So it was just like grateful for you. Uh, so yeah, so those are the three things, our podcast, the fun that we had today and you that just, we just get to have a lot of fun together. (laughs) I love that too. Yes. Yes. So, so go have a Diablo. Yes. And write something. Yes. Yes. And I leave you with this thought that I saw in Times Square, in the city <laughs> way back when when I used to commute all the time um if you aren't creating you are consuming it was one of these like posters in Times Square and it just like oh just that's so good yeah it's so good it's so good like we can be the we could be the creators of the content that's out there yeah. so so go do that go do it yeah yes, yes. Yes, yes. Well, until next week, everyone. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on Boozy Brunch. We're your hosts, Barthi and Haiti. Be sure to check us out on Instagram and join us again next week for another Boozy Brunch. What should we drink next week?